But at the same time, I think the word that's come into play for me a lot is recalibrate. To always be recalibrating to ensure that because you're stacking on so much, what you're producing isn't just stuff that's mediocre. Where instead, if you pause, refresh, and then focus your time to really do good work, refreshed and energized, and really dig in, the outcome would be much better. If you're a CEO, entrepreneur, or business owner that can't seem to figure out what is blocking you from attaining the next level of growth in your business, then listen up. I'm Maria De Lorenzis Reyes. I've taken what I've learned in 30 years working inside multi-million dollar corporations, building my own business, and consulting my clients, and discovered five themes that stop a business from scaling. I've created a tool to help you get the answers you need to get unstuck and unlock the next level of growth. Head over to scale.mariadr.com and click the link to get your custom Scale Factor Formula scorecard when this episode is over. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding the Upside. I'm so happy you joined me today. I have another shorty episode today. And today I want to talk about the churn of work and how we are all so tired all the time and we don't turn off the engine. And sometimes we feel like it's time to slow down, but we ignore that and we keep pushing forward, we resist it. And I want you to think about why. If you think about certain things, that's part of our culture where it's rewarded to keep the churn going and keep burning, keep going. And that's normalized and almost glamorized in some, in some circles, you know, that hustle life. Now, yeah, there's been some talk about this anti-hustle, which I don't totally agree with, because hustle is what gets you to where you are. But what I wanna talk about is the level, the churn, and how you can sometimes fool yourself into thinking that you're taking breaks, but really you have to fire up the entire time, and you're at the same level running with the pistons burning. You are headed surely for burnout. And that's one of the things that we've got to face, not just in our life as a business owner, but in our culture. So whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you are in a corporate job, we've created this. In this country, we certainly do not allow ourselves to adopt that chill, a little bit more of a chill approach, half tilt, we always gotta be at full tilt. We don't adopt that as a whole. And that's part of why I think we resist it. Now sure, there's some bubbling up every now and then, this talk of how there's no work-life balance, how families are not put first, how we don't make time for friends, how we don't enjoy life. Certainly there are some European cultures who do a much better job at that. But I also think when those narratives come up, it's very easy to dismiss them because we build and support these pockets of our culture that rewards that churn and pockets of our economy in business that rely on it. People always spinning and churning and working so hard. So who wants to embrace that European kind of enjoy life lifestyle? 
Well, I don't know about you, but I think it's a, there's a much better way to work. And I have definitely, as a business owner, you know, resisted that and struggled myself. But I think we all have to look at and understand what works best for us and not convince ourselves that working in that way that's modeled so much in our society is actually producing the best result. Again, if you're a business owner, take a look at that and really tune into what's happening at your company and with yourself. Look at the way people are working in your organization and if it's producing the best results. Look at yourself and see what changes can you make to be able to drop that internal, I gotta go, I gotta do, I gotta do more mindset. See if you can drop that for yourself and then figure out ways to optimize your time and have an outcome that's gonna be better. Again, I own a business myself. I struggle with this as well and I'm constantly having to check in with myself constantly having to step back and look at what I've put on the plates of my team and myself and recalibrate the expectations and bring that more into alignment with some realism, have some realism in assessing that. Now, here's the thing, that's a delicate balance because we do want big goals, right? We want big, audacious goals, and you should have those as a business owner, as a person. Ones that push you a little, a little outside your comfort zone, a little more. You should have goals that make you stretch a bit. But at the same time, I think the word that's come into play for me a lot is recalibrate. To always be recalibrating to ensure that because you're stacking on so much, what you're producing isn't just stuff that's mediocre. Where instead, if you pause, refresh, and then focus your time to really do good work, refreshed and energized, and really dig in, the outcome would be much better. So that may mean not working at full steam eight hours a day. It may mean working lighter days that lead up to fully packed days. Leading up to that for yourself and maybe for your team. Some light work days leading up to some really digging in work. So how you stack the projects and in your planning, how you plan for that to have some balance and not this full churn all the time. I've heard it done a lot of different ways. And one way to look at it is to design your best week. And that really means thinking about your week and how you batch work. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but where this batching of work, it would be categorized as work that maybe is client or customer facing, which requires interaction. And that can be a little bit more of an energy drain. And then deep focus work, things that gets done behind the scenes without that context switching, without those interruptions from clients or phone calls or team members, stuff that's not front facing with even customers, but also maybe even your team where everybody kind of digs in and has those pockets of deep focus work where you're really 
digging in with a, without interruptions and able to be fully on so you could really focus. And I think if you structure your week that way, you get a lot more done and it's much more quality than trying to go at full churn eight hours a day every day. And sometimes even on the weekends, we do that to ourselves. So I'm curious to know what you think. So there's going to be a post, as always, on our Instagram page, The Maria DR, about today's episode. I would love it if you would go there. And in the comments, let us know. Let us know what you think. I'm also going to have on my story a short survey to take a poll and see how people feel about this. And I'll share those results because I think it's an interesting thing to look at it, think about it for yourself, and then kind of see what other people are doing to change that up. I would love it if you would answer those questions, give us some feedback, or on our podcast, it allows anywhere you listen, it allows a Q&A where you could leave feedback there as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing you the next time on the next episode of Finding the Upside. Bye for now. All right, so I hope you loved this episode and found it valuable. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, if you know someone else that this will help, please share this episode with them. Just grab a link for this specific episode, text it to a friend or colleague so it can help more people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you next time for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place on the Finding the Upside podcast.